welcome to this week's episode of the Double G NFL Picks podcast. My name is Graham. I'm the first of the Double G's. And I'm Griffin, and I'm the second of the Double G's. In this podcast, the Double G's, who are father and son, are picking the winners of each week's NFL games to find out who, at the end of the season, will be the NFL Picks champion. And bring it on. Right, well, G, week two is in the bag. Yeah. It was quite an eventful week. Should we go through the scores? Yep. Right. Well, we started off with the Thursday night game, which was Minnesota Vikings at Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, we both picked the Eagles, and the Eagles did win 34-28. So we both got a point for that one. That's Next good. up, we had the Green Bay Packers at the Atlanta Falcons. You went Packers, and I went Falcons. And the Falcons ended up winning a squeaker. I knowing they were going to win. <laughs> 25-24, so I got a point for that, but unfortunately you didn't. Next we had the Las Vegas Raiders at the Buffalo Bills, and the Bills won easily 38-10, and we both picked the Bills in that one, so both get a point each. Next up we had the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. We both went for the Ravens, and they managed to uh, squeak out a 27-24 win, so again, both get a point for that one. Next one, uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Detroit Lions. We both went Lions. This one actually went to overtime. The Seahawks won 37-31. shocker, actually. I did not see that one coming. Yeah, so no points for either of us there. Next up, we had the Indianapolis Colts at the Houston Texans. Uh, Again, we disagreed on this one. You went Texans, I went Colts. And the Colts won relatively easily 31-20, so I get a point for that one. It's just both rookie QBs in that game. They actually were in a duel. With I know. It was a good game, wasn't it? They it was both looked really yeah. good. Next up, we had the Kansas City Chiefs against your Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, we both went for the Chiefs, and unfortunately, they did win. But it was only 17-9, which is the only the second time in the Patrick Mahomes era that the uh, Chiefs were held to 17 points or less. So, uh, yeah, what were your thoughts on that? Defense was Actually, really good in that game. It's just the offense so bad in the red zone. At the one yard line, two read option, loss of three, then two straight incomplete passes. I just packed it up the gut. If you just run it three times, you're eventually going to get one yard. I'm pretty sure. You had seven red zone possessions. So seven times you had the ball inside the twenty yard line, and you didn't manage to score a touchdown. Three field goals was all you had. How many times did Trevor Lawrence, your quarterback, throw to a wide receiver who caught it but couldn't keep their feet down in bounds? He was throwing high to the end, to the back of the end zone. Just run a little slant, run a little hook. Just you know, get just inside the end zone, turn around and catch something short. But you weren't doing it. I mean, we were just trying to make too many of those big plays. We ended up having to pay the price. The defense looked pretty good. But honestly, we got to Mahomes. You know, a lot of turnovers. Yep. But they managed to come out on top of the end. Right, next up we had the Chicago Bears at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This was another one we disagreed on. You went for the Bears, I went Buccaneers. And again, the Buccaneers won relatively easily, 27-17. So another point for me. Then we had the Los Angeles Chargers against the Tennessee Titans. We both went Chargers, but unfortunately, as always seems to happen in the moment, the Chargers, they charged and they messed it up, losing 27-24 in overtime. So no points for either of us there. Then we had the New York Giants against the Arizona Cardinals. We both went Giants. The uh, Cardinals took a big lead. 
I think they were up, what, 28-7 in the third quarter? But the Giants came back and won 31-28. So points for both of us there. Then we have my San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams, although it looked more like a home game for the 49ers with a stadium full of red. We both went 49ers and uh, they did indeed win 30-23. Was, um, and that's only because the Rams kicked a last second field goal as time expired. So points for both of us there. Then you had the New York Jets at the Dallas Cowboys. We both went Cowboys and they won easily 30-10. Um, unfortunately, um, Zach Wilson, the replacement for Aaron Rodgers, didn't look great through three interceptions. So, yeah, points for both of us there. Then we had the Washington Commanders at the Denver Broncos. We both went Broncos. We thought the Broncos would win this one. But the Commanders, even though the Broncos threw a, a, literally as time, time expired, a 50-yard Hail Mary and got a touchdown but couldn't punch in the two-point conversion. So uh, the Commanders held on for a 35-33 win in that one. Uh, then we have Miami Dolphins at the New England Patriots. Uh, we both went Dolphins and they won fairly easily 24-17. Probably not as close as it sounds score-wise, so points for both of us. Then we had our final disagreement of the week. New Orleans Saints at the Carolina Panthers. You went Panthers, I went Saints. And the Saints held on for a 2017 win, so I get a point for that one. So unfortunately for you, we had four disagreements and I got them all right. So uh, <laughs> sorry about that. And then finally, uh, Monday night game, uh, we had the Cleveland Browns at the Pittsburgh Steelers. We both went Steelers. They did indeed win 26-22. Of course, a game marred very much by a horrible second quarter injury to Browns running back Nick Chubb. Got his knee rolled on, his foot got stuck in the turf and his knee literally bent sideways, didn't it? So uh, multiple ligament damage. And so he sadly is out for the season. So yeah, very sad, that one. A horrible injury. That could really badly affect them because he's an all-pro running back. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I mean, they've just signed Kareem Hunt, who, of course, they had as a one-two punch with Chubb a couple of seasons ago. So he should know the system. So we'll see how things go there. Yeah, so that was it for week two. Points-wise, out of a possible 16, I got 13. I only got three wrong. And you got nine. You got seven wrong. Good news is for my pick, I went for the Eagles over the Vikings and the Eagles did win. So I got three points for that. And you went for the Dolphins over the Patriots and the Dolphins won. So you got three points for that. So the final score for the week was me 16 and you 12. So if we add that to my 13-11 lead from week one, I'm currently leading 29-23. It's a wrap. It's, it's over. It's not over. It's only week two. It's so good at picking these. I don't know how long goes we had to well, I think it's more luck than judgment at this stage, isn't it? But yeah, I will take that. So a nice six-point lead going into, into week three. Very happy with that. Right. So now let's go through the week three games and find out what our picks are. So the Thursday night game, we've got the New York Giants at the San Francisco 49ers. Thoughts on this one? See, right after that, I just think the four times are going to win this game. They're the better team, in my opinion. They're currently the best team in the NFL. They just look so overpowered. This is definitely the most stacked team. They've got too much talent for the Giants to handle. Obviously, they came back against the Cardinals, but they did lose in embarrassing fashion to the Cowboys week one. I'd say the Giants might be able to stick in it a bit, maybe. But still, I think the four times are just too 
good for them. I think this could end up being a blowout for the 49ers, honestly. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree. Funny enough, the Giants against the Cardinals last week were 20 nothing down at half time. So bearing in mind they also lost their first game 40 nothing. After six quarters, they had conceded 60 points and scored zero. And that's the worst start to a season in the NFL for over 50 years. It was only really the Giants' comeback that has given them any credibility. But I think we're going to be too strong for them. And I think, again, both sides of the ball, we're looking dominant. So I can see it being a win for the 49ers by two scores, maybe. So, uh, yeah. Both going 49ers for that one. Next up, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Baltimore Ravens. Ravens, again, have suffered some nasty injuries, but... Colts quarterback Anthony Richardson has had to leave the game in both of his starts uh, last week with a concussion. So I just don't think the Colts are quite there yet. He looks strong, but the supporting cast isn't there. So, you know, you've got Lamar Jackson, you've got a decent running game, you've got very good defence in the Ravens. So I can see the Ravens just being too strong for the Colts. So I'm going Ravens. What about you? I mean, the Colts, they've looked pretty good in the past few games. I think Anthony Richardson is still questionable to be playing. I'm thinking the Ravens to win this game. But I actually think this game is going to be closer than a lot of people think. I think this game could end up going to overtime. I kid you not. I think the Colts are going to be able to stick in this game and make this like a one-score game, honestly. I mean, this team, they look like they're just getting better, improving. I do think the Ravens are going to be able to squeak this one out, but Ben, I think that Colts team will be able to stick into this game. Cool. We shall see. Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Cleveland Browns. What are your thoughts on this one, G? Okay, so the Browns did lose Nick Chubb. Like you said, they've got Kareem Hunt. He's used to this. I still think Deshaun Watson could have a pretty good year. I mean, they've got Amari Cooper, who I still do think is a bit overrated. In my opinion, they've got the weapons to take down this Titans team. The Titans... They did win last week, but like you said, that was just the Chargers charging. Basically, that was just the Chargers blowing that game, in my opinion. So yeah, I'm going to go with the Brownstones game. I think they're, they're a team that could easily overcome this Titans team, who I think, I mean, is decent. But yeah, last week, I mean, part of it was a talent, but I still do think the Browns, they can just take them down. They've still been looking decent these past few games. What are your thoughts? Well, this was one of quite a few games this week that I found very hard to pick. Uh, this one really could go either way. The Titans last week, Ron Tannehill looked like the Ron Tannehill of old. Derek Henry looked like the Derek Henry of old. So their star players in quarterback and running back really did step up. Uh, but I don't think the Titans have got very good receivers. And I think the Browns just have a much better defense, particularly on the D-line. I think the Browns look strong. And I'm really picking this because the Browns are at home. And I think in front of the dog pound, I think the Browns are just going to pull out a win. Probably only by a field goal. But I can see the Browns do enough, so I'm going for the Browns as well. Next up, we have Atlanta Falcons at the Detroit Lions. This is another one I found very, very hard to pick. I'm probably going to regret this one because I've been uh, bigging up the Falcons all season. They're 2-0. They haven't let me down. The Lions lost a disappointing one against the Seahawks last week. But again, I think at home, the Lions will have an advantage. Obviously, both of these are dome teams. The Falcons, great O-line, great running game. The only thing I would say is probably Desmond Ridder, the Falcons quarterback, looked a bit shaky at times last week. Obviously, they managed to mm. come back and just win but with a last-minute field goal by a single point. 
the Lions got great receivers, and I can see Jared Goff just having enough experience to uh, take them down. So I'm going for a Lions win. What about you? See, the Falcons, they've been a good team so far this year. They look like a really stacked team. But once again, the Lions, I think, I mean, the Seahawks, they still, that game was still very close, you know, and they managed to beat the Chiefs. So, yeah, so I'm also going to go with the Lions. I still do think they are, by just a little bit, the better team. But I'm still not going to count out this Falcons team. No, definitely not. Definitely not. Like I say, I think it'll be very close. And I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons did pull out a win in this one. But yeah, next up, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Green Bay Packers. Where can you see this one going? It is such a tough one. But the Saints, they've looked pretty good. The Packers... They look decent, but I still do think the Saints are a team that's good enough to overcome them. They've got Demaro Davis, Cameron Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore by defence. And on the offence, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas. I'm quite a big Derek Carr fan. You've got a pretty good O-line. I think the Saints are a good enough team to take down the Packers, honestly. I've actually noticed something. We've agreed on the first four. We have. We have agreed on the first four. But we're not going to agree on this one. You're going for the Saints. I'm going to go for the Packers. Packers are at home. Uh, I think Saints obviously being a dome team, uh, they're going to have to go up to Green Bay and uh, play not only outside but on grass as well. I agree with everything you've said about the Saints. I think Derek Carr's looked really good for them and I think his deep ball has really made a difference for them. He's very good at throwing the deep ball. But I just think that the Packers are smarting. I think that the Packers losing to the Falcons last week by a single point, they're going to be upset and I think Jordan Love's going to want to come back and have a big game in this one. It also seems that Aaron Jones, their running back, started practicing again today. Uh, so I can see him hopefully playing and I think that will be a difference maker for them. So I'm going to go for the Packers. So we finally disagree on one. Oh my we goodness. Go. We shall see. We shall see. Next up, uh, we've got the Houston Texans at your Jacksonville Jaguars. As we say, the Jags, I thought, were disappointing last week on offense. You know, they've very much built themselves up to be an offensive team. And I think that defensively, they look really strong. And it was the offense that let them down. I think part of it was play calling. I think part of it was Trevor's decision making. But I can't see them playing in a similar fashion against a team like the Texans. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs are one thing, but the Houston Texans are, are a much easier prospect. So I can see the Jags winning this one by at least a touchdown. Good rookie quarterback, but the Texans have had some injuries this week. So I think they're going to be a little bit depleted. So yeah, I can see the Jags winning this one by at least a TD. I mean, this thing, the Texans, they have a history of shocking us. I mean, CJ Stroud, he'd look really decent. So, you know, I really don't have to want to say this, but I'm going with the Texans. Psych! I'm going to go with the Jaguars to win this game, honestly. I can't, I can't believe I'm doing this. Oh my God, I, I wonder where you're going, going with that then. I'm going for this. All right, I mean, we are at home. I think if we do, they not very good in offense, a bit like last week. The defense can maybe get to the rookie QB. They got to Mahomes a few times. So call me crazy. I'm going with my Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> Good shout. Next up, we got the Denver Broncos at the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so that's the 0 and 2 Broncos against the 2 and 0 Dolphins. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one, G? Right away, 
I'm going with the Dolphins. I mean, come on. I mean, obviously the Broncos did get that insane Hail Mary, but they screwed it all up on the two-point conversion. The Dolphins have looked insane in offense. Tyreek Hill is looking like a beast so far. The entire offense is looking really good. I mean, the defense hasn't looked spectacular, but I think that they'll be able to hold off the Broncos, so I'm going with the Dolphins to win this game. I completely agree. Russell Wilson definitely looked better in Week 2 than he did in Week 1. But I think they're owned too for a reason. I think that their receiving core has been disappointing. Defensively, they've looked good, but not great. And I think the Dolphins just look incredible on both sides of the ball, but particularly on offense. Tonga Vailoa continues to uh, be hitting all of his weapons. Yeah, Tyreek Hill just looks absolutely different gravy, just a difference maker. And uh, good to see old uh, 49er Raheem Moster uh, getting a TD last week and looking really good at running back. So, yeah, I can see this being an easy win for the Dolphins. So, yeah, I agree with you on that one. Uh, next up, we have a bit of a wounded animal game. We have the 0-2 Los Angeles Chargers against the 0-2 Minnesota Vikings. So one of these teams, both of whom were quite well fancied to make the playoffs, are going to start the season 0-3. I could come to regret this and almost certainly will because, as we always say, the Chargers are going to charge. But I just think that the Vikings look really stuck at running back. Having traded away Dalvin Cook, I think that they haven't had uh, anybody really step in who looks like they're able to carry this team. Kirk Cousins is a very good quarterback, but really now Justin Jefferson is his only target. He really doesn't seem to be... Um, getting much going with any of his other receivers. You know, one of these teams has to wake up, and I think across the board, the Chargers are a better team. I think defensively, offensively, they're more likely to be uh, the sleeping giant that finally awakes. So I'm going to go for the Los Angeles Chargers in this one. You see, as you see, he has a high-scoring game. But it's just like you said, just Jefferson, he's basically Turk Cousins' only playmaker on offense. This is the thing. They have got rid of two of their biggest playmakers in that entire team. Dalvin Cook. Adam Thielen. Now they've only got Dustin Jefferson as that big player to carry that offense. So I'm going to go the Vikings to win this game because their defense has looked half decent and I think they'll just be able to overcome the Chargers. But the Vikings, I don't actually really think. Well, by how they played, I don't know if they're really going to be that good of a team this year. No, no. I said that in the first show. I think that the Vikings were one of those teams who massively overperformed last year. Yeah. I think, you know, they had 13 wins, but. So many of them were close games that they just won because they just seemed to get the luck. And unfortunately, the football gods sometimes look down and you say, well, you had the luck last season, so you're getting none of it this season. Next up, we have, and this was another tough one for me to call. This was a very close game. Uh, New England Patriots of the New York Jets. What, who have you got in this one? See, the Jets, Zach Wilson hasn't really looked too great so far. If Aaron Rodgers was still up there quarterback right now, I'd pick the Jets. He's not. So I'm picking the Patriots to win this game. They've looked decent in these games. So I'm going to go with that team. I think they're just the best team with a good defense. Mac Jones, they've got some people who can make plays on that offense. So yeah, I think the Patriots are going to be able to squeeze this one out. Mm. Yeah. I'm going with my gut on this one because I really don't know which way to go because Patriots looked really good in week one and lost by five against the uh, reigning NFC champions, but yet looked really poor in week two and yet only lost by seven against the ascendant Miami Dolphins. So 
they're a bit Jekyll and Hyde. They're a bit up and down. I'm not sure, but you know, really what to think of them. The Jets, great defense, but obviously you got Zach Wilson, who at quarterback had the bad season last year. Was supposed to be backing up Aaron Rodgers, but obviously that's now um, fallen apart for them somewhat. So he's now again back in charge in the quarterback position. But I can see, I mean, you know, we've only got one sample size. We've only got one game from him. And I can see him hopefully improving in this one. And I think that the Jets' defense are good enough to stifle the Patriots. It's at New York, and I think that the fans are going to be well up for it. So I'm going for the Jets in this one. So we do disagree. Next up, we've got the Buffalo Bills of the Washington Commanders. The Commanders look good in week one, probably less so in week two, but just squeaked out a win. But the Bills were back to their old selves, weren't they? It was mistake-free Josh Allen, a quarterback, which is exactly what they need. It was him just playing a controlled game. Therefore, even though it's at Washington, I can see the Bills being too strong. And so uh, I think Bills score by at least a touchdown. So yeah, Bills win for me on this one. What about you? See, the Bills, they just looked great last week on both offense and defense. Obviously, the Raiders did get off to a fast start. But, I mean, the Commanders, they could stick into this game. Yeah, I think if the Bills play like they do last week, because that's given them a bit of hope, really, because I think they were, they were a bit, you know, worried after that. But that's given them their mojo back, basically, yeah. in my opinion. So, yeah, I am going to go with the Bills to win this game. Cool. Next up, we've got Carolina Panthers at the Seattle Seahawks. Which way do you see this one going? I mean, the Seahawks... They did manage to beat the Lions last week. Bad as in, they did look bad against the Rams. But the Panthers team still do have Bryce Young. You've got a rookie QB. And they've got some talent on that team. I know they do. But they haven't really showed it yet on the field. So I'm going to have to see them play well to believe that they're a good team. So I'm going to go to Seahawks on this one. You're going to Seahawks. I agree with you. I haven't seen anything about the Panthers that has excited me this season. I think they're very much going to be the whipping boys of the NFC and probably the NFL. I can definitely see them having a top three pick in the draft next year, just in rebuild mode and just not quite there yet. And the Seahawks, obviously, as I said before, are a bit Jekyll and Hyde. Expected them to win the first game and they lost it. Expected them to lose the second game and they won it. So they've got a great one, two, three punch at receiver. Defensively, they've always been strong got a great head coach so uh yeah i can see the seahawks being at home again having quite an easy win in this one so yeah going for seattle then we've got the dallas cowboys at the arizona cardinals don't really need to say much about this one cardinals have probably overperformed in the first two games of the season but are 0 and 2 Cowboys are looking really good and a 2-0 and uh, I can't see either of those streaks being broken so I can see the Cowboys winning this one very very convincingly what about you yeah this could be like um, I think the Cowboys could maybe shut up the Cardinals this could be like another 40 to nothing win yeah the Cardinals I mean they had spark last week but they completely ruined it once again, I think they went a bit above their weight the last two weeks. I don't think they're as good as they seem. And they've still somehow managed to lose both games. So, yeah, I mean, the Cowboys, they're looking like one of the best teams in the NFL right now. Both games this season so far, they've absolutely blown out their opponents. Yeah. They're looking really good. Yep. Going to go with the Cowboys to win this game. So far, the Cowboys have scored 70 points and only conceded 10 over their yeah. last two games. So, yeah. Looking, looking very good both sides of the ball defensively and offensively 
Next up, we have the own two Chicago Bears, the one and one Kansas City Chiefs. Where do you see this one going? The Bears looked decent, but still they have lost both games this year. I don't think they're ready to take that next step. Obviously, our defense looked pretty good against the Chiefs offense, but still they did make plays. Obviously, got Kelsey back, Chris Jones back. This game is either going to be a like overtime Chiefs win and the Bears really sticking to this game. Or a like 31 to 3 Chiefs win, in my opinion. I think it's either going to be close or a blowout. Either way, I just think the Chiefs are, gonna, are, are too good to yeah. beat this Bears team. I'm inclined to go for the latter there. People expected a lot of Bears QB Justin Fields this season, but he just hasn't shown it. He hasn't shown up. Uh, looked very disappointing in his first two games. This one's at Arrowhead as well, famously the loudest stadium in the NFL. I can see the Bears being very much outmatched, and I can see the Chiefs winning this one very easily. So, yeah, I'm going for the Chiefs as well. Agreements! Yay. Yay. Right. Next up, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, coming off a Monday night win against the Las Vegas Raiders coming off a disappointing defeat. So we've got two teams at one and one. I'm going to go for the Steelers in this one. The Raiders look okay. But I haven't seen anything that excites me about them. They've had a one-point win and then quite a disappointing defeat. Jimmy Garoppolo, again, their quarterback, shown that he's capable of an absolute back-breaking interception. And I think the Steelers are just going to get better and better. I think, you know, they look bad against the 49ers week one. They didn't look great against the Browns, but eked out a win. In fact, interesting fact for you, on Monday night, the Steelers started the fourth quarter down by three points in the fourth quarter their offense gained minus seven yards but their defense got them a touchdown and so they ended up winning and they're the only team in nfl history to start the fourth quarter behind gain negative offensive yards and yet win the game so there you go interesting fact for you so yeah i just think uh the raiders don't excite me i think the steelers are underperforming but have got a great d and i think they're going to stifle the raiders offense so yeah steelers win for me what about you raiders win raiders win (laughs) raiders yep gee i mean he can make those plays if he needs to he can come up clutch sometimes I honestly think that I don't see it as a really high-scoring game because these are two really good defenses with good D-linemen, a lot of good players overall. But I think the Raiders are going to be able to overcome the season. I think they're going to have a bit of a bounce back. I think they're going to use that Bills loss as a bit of motivation. I think they're going to be able to use that against the Steelers team. I feel like that they can somehow... They're, they're somehow going to be able to win this game. I mean, see us have a great D. I think Andy's going to play well. It's like you said, Marie, that offense. How can you have negative yards in one quarter? That is terrible. See, I don't see that offense doing that good. I mean, I don't. Is Deontay Johnson back? I don't think he is. No, no. Saying, I think he's out for a few weeks. He, he, he hurt his hamstring in week one. I think he's out a few weeks. He's, in my opinion, the heart and soul of that offense. He He's such a good player, in my opinion, one of the best receivers in the NFL. So that could be a big loss for them. I'm going with the Raiders. Cool. Right, next up, we have the two Monday night games, the first of which is the Philadelphia Eagles, who are 2-0 and against the 2-0 and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Who saw that coming? 
What are your thoughts on this one? I'm just going to go with the Eagles, honestly. I mean, they've got more depth. I think the Bucks. I still think they're a decent team, but I don't know if they're as good as people think. I mean, I feel like in the past few games, it's been more the other team really playing badly than them actually playing really well. So in my opinion, the Eagles, they're just a better team. I think they're a team that's going to come out on top. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I agree. I, I can see this being an Eagles win. I think it'll be close. I think, you know, the Buccaneers have surprised me. I think, you know, we all forgot how good their defence could be. They've got some big names on defence and they've really been turning up this year. You know, they had such a disappointing year last year. I think people thought, oh, you know, maybe, you know, some of their stars are not what they once were. But they really stepped up. So... Defensively looking good. I mean, Baker Mayfield at quarterback for the Bucks has looked as comfortable as he has done in his career so far. He's he's looked really good for them. But I think the Eagles are the Eagles, you know, and I think they're just going to be too strong for them. So, again, may only be decided by a touchdown. But, yeah, I can see the Eagles winning this one fairly convincingly. And then the last up, again, on Monday night, we have the Los Angeles Rams at the Cincinnati Bengals. This was another one I found really hard to call. The main reason being that, of course, in week two, Joe Burrow re-injured his calf that he hurt in the preseason. So I'd almost like to be able to caveat this one because I can see the Bengals being 0-2, really wanting to step up and really want to win this game. You know, they've got names across the board, you know, receiver-wise. They've got Jamar Chase, T Higgins, you know, running back. They've got Joe Mixon. And I really can't see how they're 0-2. It's really poor execution and maybe a bit of poor coaching as well. That's put them at 0-2 and I can see them, you know, wanting to make a stand and come back. But the Rams have looked good. Matthew Stafford has looked reborn. Some of their young receivers have really been stepping up. But I think if Joe Burrow plays, I can see the Bengals, particularly being at home and on a Monday night, doing enough to win this one. So... I'm going to go for the Bengals, but like I say, I could be made to eat my words if Joe Burrow isn't fit to play. If they've got a backup quarterback, it'll definitely be the Rams, but I'm going to have to go with the Bengals. So Yeah, I mean, Joe Burrow is questionable, and if he's out, that could really affect this game. I mean, the Bengals, Zach Tay, in my opinion, he's not a very good coach. Honestly, I don't think they have very good coaching style. I think the play calling's been poor. I honestly think it's just been mistakes. A lot of their stars haven't really shown up. I just don't really think they're ready to take the next step yet. But I think they, they're, they're at some point going to turn it on a bit. But this week, the Rams, they've looked pretty good so far this year. Like you said, Matthew Stafford's looking good. The receivers have stepped up. He seems to have a connection with number 17, the rookie receiver. Yeah. So, yeah, that defense has been decent. Obviously, they were shredded by the Niners' offense, but against the Seahawks' offense, which has a pretty good receiving call, one of the best in the league. And the Rams basically were able to shut that down, shut down Geno Smith. So I'm actually going to go with the Rams to win this game. But I think it could be like an overtime match. I don't think they're going to win by a lot. I think this could be like a three-point game or something. Definitely. I agree. It's going to be a very close one. Right. So that's all 16 games for week three. All we've got to do now is say what our locks of the week are. I'll go first, shall I? I am going to go for the Kansas City Chiefs at home to the Chicago Bears. I just can't see the Bears being strong enough to take down the Chiefs, particularly on the road. So my lock of the week is Kansas City. What about you? Cardinals, like I want. I'm just going to go 
with the cowboys. Let's ross the cardinals. I thought you were going to say the cardinals for a minute. I was about to say what? <laughs> but yeah, I mean the cowboys. They looked really good. One of the best teams. Obviously, like you said, they've only given up ten points in two games, and they've scored seventy. So that's really good. Yeah. So yeah, I I think the cowboys are going to win this game. That is my lock of the week. Of the week. Excellent stuff. Right, we shall see. Right, so that's all our picks for week three. Hopefully you can claw back some of the six-point deficit. Count it, six-point <laughs> deficit. You found yourself in early doors. So uh, we're obviously a long way to go, so we shall see. But uh, that's it for our week three show. So for the Double G NFL Picks podcast, I've been Graham. And I've been Griffin. Thanks very much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Forward pass on the offense, beyond the line. By rule, there will be a 10-second runoff. The game is over.